Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Well, we started a couple of days ago a brand new series on living a heart-centered life and leadership. And uh, this is really a series for those who are very, very serious about not only their health, but their overall well-being, how to keep a strong state of mind, how to be more resilient, how to rise up as a stronger, more confident person and leader, someone who's really interested in getting in tune with their conscious or their heart or their inner man, as the Bible calls it. Um, someone who is wanting to be super in tune to what is happening inside of them and, and raise their emotional intelligence so they become more self-aware, so that they are more able to dissect what's happening to them in the moment and be able to process it correctly for an overall outstanding outcome. That's what this series is about. So I hope you've been joining us and I hope you'll continue to join us. Today we're going to kind of just recap what we talked about yesterday in regards to health. We talked a lot about heart rate variability and which is HRV and how complex it can be and you know the the I guess the the, the health that stems from that HRV. But really what it boils down to is that when attention is focused on different sensory cues, such as your heartbeat, your respiration, in other words, you're very aware of how you're feeling in any moment. You're very aware of what's happening to your heart, to your, your self-conscious, to your mind, um, and really your connection to others as well as to yourself. But, you know, if we want to go so far as to even say our connection to God, which I know is the truth, the truth in my case, um, I'm always trying to be very aware of my connection with God. So this isn't anything mystical or freaky or weird. This is really about the, the design that we have. And when we're sensitive to what's happening inside of us, we are more apt to make very good decisions and not just react. And as you know, 85% of the population is living reactively. So we're going to make decisions that are based in care, love, appreciation, in internal coherence. Okay, we're going to avoid emotions like confusion, anger, frustration, where we get incoherence and we mess with our, 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 our really every organ in our body causing dis-ease, which is disease. This is really actually a lot of common sense. So in a healthy heart, the varied and complex emotional mix we experience each day, um, which is generated by our thoughts, our attitudes, our actions, our internal and external worlds, produces a range of heart rate patterns that is nonlinear and consist constantly shifting. So I want to start today by giving you eight steps to a heart-centered life. And some of this may sound very familiar to you. Others of it, maybe not. Um, but if you've been following us from the very beginning, and if you have the book, Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, then you would be very, you would be somewhat familiar with some of this as it is. These are all very foundational pieces to living a life that you can be in high emotional intelligence. And by the way, I've mentioned this statistic before. Those who are high in emotional intelligence earn an average of $29,000 more per year. Um, and they, it's actually emotional intelligence is 58% of your work performance. 
So again, we're talking about your emotions. We're talking about your inner world. We're talking about you controlling and being intelligent about your emotions for your overall health inside and out. So number one on the eight steps is forgive. You need to forgive. Now, I know I may have said that and hit a chord with somebody. But I'm telling you right now, if you're living in unforgiveness, you're hurting yourself more than the person that you're unforgiving. Because chances are the person that you're not forgiving doesn't really care. <laughs> um, you're not affecting them at all. And if they do happen to care, um, then you're holding unforgiveness is still torturing you more than them. All right. In most cases. And so what I'm talking about is, you know, your internal life. Now, is forgiveness just a decision that you can make and bam, you can do it? No, it's a journey. And actually, I have two chapters in my book dedicated to forgiveness. The first one is on forgiving others and the, the four-step journey that it takes. And the next chapter inside of there is on forgiving yourself. Because oftentimes, we don't forgive ourselves. And we're, we're more guilty of that than what we might realize. So forgiveness is important. It's important to others and to yourself. Number two, reframe. When you run in, you're going to run into situations every day. Okay, there's no way around it. You're going to run into situations where you can choose offense, where you can choose anger, where you can choose frustration, where you can decide in that very split second of time how you're going to act or react. And so when you choose to reframe as often as possible by, you know, thinking outside the box. I'll give you a quick example. So you're in the checkout line, right? And the, the, uh, the, the lady that's checking you out is just crabby and nasty. Choose to reframe at that very moment and think, you know what? Maybe she's going through a divorce. Maybe she lost somebody. You know, maybe she can't pay her bills. You know, maybe she's got herself in a terrible situation. Maybe your husband left her. Reframe and try to think of things in a more calm, compassionate manner. And remember, the two highest magnetic emotions with heart energy is compassion and gratitude. And, and I'm going to go to the Bible again, okay? So I hope you don't mind. But if you look at the entire ministry of Jesus Christ, he operated in compassion and gratitude, okay? So he did, in fact, live a heart-centered life. And so the next one, number three, is take time to think, meditate, and unplug. You need time every day to stop. Stop the madness. Just to think, to meditate, unplug. On my busiest days where I might put in 12 hours or 14 hours, I will still take 10-minute breaks or 15-minute breaks or even half-hour breaks to just stop, stop the madness, shut everything off, and just, you know, get alone, get alone with myself, get alone with God, get alone, and just be me, and, and, and allow myself to be refreshed, to unplug, and to maybe think things through so that I don't get caught up in the moment so much, and I'm not able to function anymore, so you need that every day. Uh, we are actually uh, at the end of our time frame, so I'm going to save these other ones, these other five, for tomorrow. So we'll pick up where we left off and make it part two to this section. So I want to thank you again for joining. This is Michelle Steffes with your journey to greatness through routine. And I would encourage you to think on some of the stuff that I shared and join me tomorrow. Also share this podcast with others who may help. Have an amazing day.